A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Harvey Weinstein caught yesterday using not one but two mobile phones in court. Uh, He'd already been told off by Judge Burke, uh, who said, uh, what did I say would happen if he so much as has a cell phone or electronic device since there have been repeated violations of this, including some on the record? Also, are you chewing? I'm sending you to the link. The trial starts in two weeks. Let's just hope he manages to make it with his utterly bogus-looking walking frame antics. Not today, thank you, with Jake Yap. Hello there, good morning, how are you? Uh, As we continue to lodge spears between the shoulder blades of the perceived great white elephant of the EU, and quite right too, leave means leave British passports, we won't get over it. Uh, Boris Johnson is going to be stressing the importance of the UK and EU reaching a trade deal by the end of the year in his first meeting today with the new president of the European Commission because... You know why? Because it's a big thing. And what we love is a big thing. Let me explain. Yesterday, uh, the government easily won all three of its votes on the withdrawal agreement bill. And with a majority like that, maybe we should be happy that they're just hell-bent on getting us out of Europe and they haven't moved on to other suggestions like Pretty Patel's ideas about, you know, I don't know, hanging and stuff. You know what? Sure, carry on with your Brexiteer business because uh, who, who needs that nearly billion quid paid to Welsh farmers over the last six years by Europe? or the 600 million for local enterprise in the northeast or the 18 and a half million to support just 1024 farmers around Sheffield god forbid we should have some kind of external monitoring and rebalancing of centralized westminster funding because if there's one thing we're agreed on as a country it's that westminster always gets it right so let's definitely accord more power to those politicians that we all despise so much anyway in downing street today the pm will hold talks with ursula von der leyen Opposition MPs have warned that trade deals typically take years to conclude and with not very much time available, uh, the UK is risking defaulting to World Trade Organisation rules at the start of 2021, which could lead to quite bad tariffs for some industries. But uh, Steve Barclay, the Brexit secretary and lively wit, uh, didn't rule out a no-deal scenario. It's still on the table. Uh, He said instead, leave means leave, and we voted to leave the block at the end of this month and then work out a trade deal by the end of the year. It's a price worth paying, mate. We're taking back the troll. The thing is that uh, Boris Johnson and the government, really, uh, they're only interested in tariff-free trade agreements uh, and fussed not so much about continuing regulatory alignment Because who cares about details like that? This is the classic, get the big thing, which 
I will concede is very human, uh, particularly very male. Uh, yeah, we'll sort the details later. You know, get the big thing, big thing. I observed this in myself when I worked in Bethesda in Maryland. I was working at BBC America. It was a pretty weird time, but uh, most days I'd go and get a sandwich uh, in a sandwich place, and I would walk one way and I would walk back a different way. So I would walk down and left, uh, and I, I would do the long bit first, and then I would do the little bits of navigation towards the end to get to the actual sandwich shop. And then I'd buy my sandwich. And then instead of going back the same way, starting with the little navigation bits and then the long walk, I'd do a long walk down a different road, and then I'd do the little navigation bits at the end. It's This is the class. Get the big thing! It's why I think we teach maths incorrectly if we tell people to add i don't know 37 and 49 we go add the 7 to the 9 and add 16 and then carry the 1 over and to the 4 and the th- and by which time you've forgotten it it's way easier to go right 30 plus 40 is 70 and now 7 and 9 is 16 and so that's 86 it's way easier get the big thing do the big thing anyway what I'm saying is blokes just, they're, they're rubbish at details and stuff. Get the big thing, get, 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 get it. Big thing means big thing. Maybe we need to try to move away from big things and sweat the small stuff more. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't have answers. I'm just getting the big thing. Uh, anyway, all of this sort of leads me to yesterday's debate, which was not about a big thing. Uh, I asked after the uh, story in the Metro that uh, Airbnb is uh, offering new software to kind of screen potential people to rent your property. Uh, they scour the social media to find out what kind of person they are. Are you a party animal? Uh, in which case, you know, you're blocked. And so I was asking what keywords would be uh, absolute no-goes for you if you were renting out your house? What what would be the stuff in people's social media profile uh, that would, that would uh, nix the whole thing? I'll come on to those directly, but uh, what kind of emerged was a side debate about Jaffa Cakes, because for me, I'm just, I'm not big on Jaffa Cakes. Not big on them. Uh, some people were big on them. We ended up having a poll, and uh, I can I can reveal the results of the poll now. And uh, the yes camp for Jaffa Cakes, 55.4%. The no camp, 44.6%. Which, I mean, that's not far off Brexit margins, is it? Uh, I guess they won and I should get over it. But I can't. Hello again and welcome to Inside the Factory. I'm Greg Wallace, still walking about, still adding nothing to every conversation, pointing at things and going, wow, that's a bit bigger than the whatever it is I use at home. Today puts on best meeting royalty, lovely voice. We're in Stockport, the home of the nation's favourite biscuit, or should I say cake, yes I should for tax purposes, Jaffa Cakes. And it starts with a cake and some bloke called Peter or something. 
ball. Wow, that's a bit bigger than the cake mix I make at home. There's more than enough batter there to flick across someone's left eye. Yes, there's 6,300,000 million billion million gallons of it there. And Greg, is it true that story about that time backstage at MasterChef where you... I don't know what you're talking about. So what's in the mix? Well, the Jaffa Cake base is made out of ground-up packing foam, sugar and wood glue, Greg. Lovely stuff. That's done right next. What's this? The sneezing room? Well, it's a bit bigger than my sneezing room at home. Hello, Gene. What's going on here? Well, everyone in Stockport has to come in here and sneeze onto this conveyor belt. Is it true that you left your radio mic on when you were backstage? I don't know what you're talking about. So what happens to all this beautiful Stockport grully? Well, we collect it and mix it with an absolutely disgusting orange flavour and then we press it into little gelatinous discs to go onto the biscuit base. Well, I'll tell you what, Gene, I'm bored and horny and I'm going to go somewhere else and leave you to it because it's your whole life, not mine, because I'm brilliant and obviously haven't realised I'm only hard because I'm a golden combination of thick and lucid. Wow, that's a bit bigger than my industrial chocolate spire at home. Hello, Greg, yes, just a little bit. How much chocolate do you spray at home, then? To be fair, mate, I don't think there's any rumours about that flying around. That was more Dale Winton's beat. Anyway, we've got two litres of melted chocolate here. Two litres? Wow! Yes, and those two litres will cover approximately nine trillion Jaffa cakes to a depth of 0.2 microns. We're spraying on chocolate at an atomic level. Was it with the... I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Right, I think we're done here. You guys get some B-roll of the packing area. I'll cover it in the voiceover. Where's my car? Yeah, the whole Jaffa Cake thing kicked off with Carenza on Twitter saying, you'd exclude people who like Jaffa Cakes? What? And frankly, over-punctuated, which is, uh, that's a fast track to losing an argument. Uh, Pablo says, let's call them what they are, apricot cakes. No, they're not. They're orange phlegm cakes, Pablo. And uh, everyone got pretty cross about it. Uh, Nazareth Jones observed there should be a stock tracker keeping us updated on the RRP of a Jaffa cake. No, there shouldn't because they shouldn't be for sale. And uh, then someone tweeted an old advert for uh, Jaffa cake. It went, and then people started tweeting recipes of them. And uh, Eggnees observed the marmalade on a Jaffa cake makes a fine dessert course. Are you out of your mind? What are you, a sparrow? Uh, Dan says, uh, well, they're not vegan. Otherwise, yes. No. Uh, Simon says, uh, what person voted no for Jaffa Cakes? Uh, I did. All right, you got to deal with me. And uh, Lisa the Nurse says, uh, you can get vegan ones, but they taste like evil. Now you're talking. Carenza says, uh, if you lose this vote, which I concede, I did, uh, she says, you'll have to write an I Love Jaffa Cakes and their lovely Sensible Munchers song and put it on the podcast and dedicate it to all hashtag Jaffa Munchers. That sounds like an insult. Jaffa Muncher. You can't say that anymore. It's ridiculous. Jem feels personally attacked because they don't like Jaffa Cakes. Jamie Smart, the very brilliant comic artist who works for The Phoenix, which is a fine comic, uh, asks, What absolute pervert is voting yes? Well, I'm with you, Jamie. But let's actually get back to what the question was in the first place, which was what keywords on social media would preclude someone from being allowed into your home. Uh, Jem had some observations. Banter merchant. That's a good call. Whig. Very good. Uh, free thinker. <laughs> and or any sort of sporting affiliation uh, unless it's job related obviously i'm not a monster no i think even that i mean the fact is you applied for that job in the first place and sport is nonsense uh jem also says that rachel his current wife uh, has thoughts too keeping her on her toes there jem uh any profiles with britain first or miscarriage of justice the latter pertaining to a conviction relating to drink driving of the individual concerned <laughs> 
Hmm. Uh, any avatar involving lip fillers and anything with a hashtag. Hashtag I agree. Hashtag I'm with Rachel. How would she feel about that? I don't know. The Bee Watcher suggests uh, pro-Brexit, MAGA, free Tommy, etc, etc. Come off it, mate. Leave me, Steve. You you lost. We won. You don't know. All the things. And finally, uh, Karenza again says, uh, while eating my beans on toast on a calligraphy-free plate, I considered the B&B challenge. I would admit no one who smiled like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Oh. Uh, who ate like a model or who danced like someone was watching uh, unless they bought dark chocolate in which case uh, come on in oh I get it you're some kind of dark chocolate freak I didn't get into dark chocolate until I got into my 30s I also bought a Dyson and didn't mind red wine anymore I mean I bought a Dyson that doesn't mean I used it on to today's talking topic then and uh, in the metro today it's revealed that Paul Hollywood's girlfriend uh, Melissa Spaulding has got him to judge a local baking competition uh, because that's the power she's got. She's a 36-year-old pub landlord and she is holding a bake sale at her pub in Smarden, Kent. The home of racism. I, I can say that. I'm from Kent. Uh, and I'm racist. No, I'm not really. And uh, she's encouraged Bake Off fans to come along to watch. Uh, she posted on Facebook. Uh, she said, Who will be our Smarden star baker? Paul Hollywood will be judging your delicious cakes in a winner takes all competition. Uh, all money raised is going to be donated to the Smarden Parish Council in order to keep our village beautiful. Which, of course, you couldn't infer something racist. I'm kidding. She's not racist, and I'm sure the people at Smarden aren't racist. Just saying it's it's where the BMP and the EDL and all of those places were founded in Kent. Uh, apparently golden handshakes aren't guaranteed. That gold that handshake thing is so cringe, it literally makes my teeth fall out. Stop doing that, Paul Hollywood. He's not listening, doesn't matter, does it? Anyway, I thought what we could talk about was have you ever won a competition? If so, what was it? Or have you ever lost a competition in a spectacular fashion? I'm missing your long-form stories. Uh, so why don't you email nottoday at swanburst.com. If you've got a, something pithy, uh, why don't you uh, tell us all about it on Twitter. It's uh, at nottodaypod. But uh, I, I'm, I'm looking for some, some fun anecdotes here about competition-related mishaps or glory. Uh, not today at swanburst.com that's it for today I'm slowly getting slightly more punctual with this but only by about four minutes on yesterday sorry about that I'll work harder on it but I did have a shower this morning so progress see you tomorrow this has been a Swanburst Media production 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.